Hello, Kathy. Hello, Virgo. Hello, Aries. Let's see. Let's see. Hello, Virgo. Hello, Aries. Hello, Gemini. Hello, Scorpio. Hello, Libra. Hello, magical actress in Hollywood land. Paul Rocco, we said hello. It's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a good show for you tonight. I can feel it. I hope that you can feel it too. If you don't have something that you do to like open space and, and to change the vibration of things, you can get yourself a cedar stick. Uh, you can burn Palo Santo, you can smudge with sage, you can use Florida water. There's so many things that you can do to change the vibration of when you're wanting to make a change. Like maybe you're wanting to make the, the transition from work into home, you're wanting to relax, you're wanting to start dinner. Everything in life can be a ritual. And the more that you hold things as sacred, what happens is the more sacred shows up for you as reflection. Like Patrick Collard said, thank you, Patrick. Like Patrick Collard said, um, subtle shifts in reality create huge, subtle shifts in perspective create huge changes in reality. If you just hold the intention of seeing more things with, in, in, a, in the lens of a sacred eye, if you decide to start changing your perceptions of how you see things in your world, what happens is that whole world has to follow. That, that's the beauty of all of this. True story. So basically the point that I'm making is that you deserve to hold things as sacred. And the way that you hold things as sacred is you start to realize yourself as sacred. I mean, think about the word, right? Holy. What is holy? What does that mean? Holy is when we hold something as sacred. It's the, the first grace, right? The grace of reverence, which is actually where the word fear comes from the word to uh, revere. And revere means to hold something as sacred or holy. And so holy, that word, what is it? Well, it's when something realizes, you realize the wholeness of something. You realize the great truth about it. And so in that, holy is to realize who you are, uh, uh, how you define yourself in this life. And I'm sure the Aquarians and the fire signs just got up in arms and wanted to say, you know how we don't define ourselves, we're indefinable. Yes, absolutely you are, if that's what you wanna be. So just something to understand, you know, you deserve to realize that you're sacred. We all deserve to realize that. When we start holding ourselves in sacred, when we start holding other people as sacred, when we stop looking at, at that partnership or that toxic whatever, and we start seeing that that was the most perfect teacher for us in that moment, 
then you get to grow from the lesson. Then you get to grow. Then your transmission, what you are, your, your electromagnetic output, your vibe, the quality of your vibration, that changes. And so as your transmission changes, so does your reality. That's how this all works. Okay, let's see, we have one here tonight. Magic pen. Hmm. Well, can I just say hello, mama? Mm -hmm. So tonight's, tonight's podcast is about joy. Not her, <laughs> but joy is in, as in happiness. When was the last time that you ever felt happy? When was the last time that literally your heart was in that overfilled, overjoyed emotion? When did that happen for you? How long has it been? Was it today? If so, great. Is it in this moment because we're talking about it and so really great things are happening? Was it yesterday? Was it last week? Was it last month? Was it last summer? Was it last year? When was the last time that you felt, you felt that pure, enjoyable feeling inside of you? How many of you said when you watch your kids? How many of you said when you come home to your significant other? How many of you said when you are consistent with your affirmations in your morning time? When was the last time that you felt joy? When was the last time that you felt happy? That, that happy, that Leo sun in your heart chakra shining out happy. Can it be right now? Here's the thing. You made it, you made it through your day today. And some people who went to sleep last night, didn't wake up to meet this day. And so for them, we say, hail the travelers, but you did. So you're here. And so if, if you're here and I'm here and all the rest of us are here, it must be for good reason. Because another thing that I learned from Patrick Collard was that nothing happens at random Nothing happens at random. Let me say it one more time. Nothing happens at random. Do you get it? Nothing happens at random. And so if nothing happens at random, then you're here for good reason. Somewhere in your day, you made a difference to somebody. You just think about it. Somewhere in your day to day, you greeted somebody that really needed that greeting. Somewhere in this day, maybe you gave someone a compliment out of the blue. Maybe you helped somebody remember that they're magical or they're amazing, or they're beautiful, or they're priceless. But somewhere today, you made a difference. Somewhere today, you let things ripple out. You, you, you and your transmission, whatever you were deciding to transmit, 
somewhere today, you did something for somebody else. And so in that, good job. Somewhere today, you helped somebody. And somewhere today, you helped brighten up a dark spot. How can I say that with so much conviction? Because I know that like attracts like. And I know that birds of a feather flock together like all of our grandmothers taught us. And so if I know that I did a thing in my day, then there's no way that you could be here and we could be interweaving vibrations and you didn't make a difference in your day. So thank you. I don't think that people say thank you enough these days. And I feel like we deserve that. So thank you, whatever it was that you did. If you gave money to a street angel, if you helped out a lost dog, if you uh, reminded your kids about infinite possibilities, if you helped somebody out, if someone extended a hand and you extended your hand back, thank you. If you woke up today, you woke up for a reason. You woke up with purpose. And so it's super important to remember this, that you being here, like you, is making this world a better place, whatever it is that you decide. You being here, you being in body, you being here and experiencing, is making this world a better place. So thank you, that's powerful. So if that doesn't make you feel a little bit of joy, then let me remind you of another thing. Tomorrow, you will have a series of moments, one on top of the other. This is a daily thing. This is a daily occurrence in life. Tomorrow, you will have a series of now moments, just like right now we're in this moment, and just like right now we're in this moment. So tomorrow, you're going to have even more opportunities to make a difference, to do a little something different, to, to help somebody out. More people will show up, more experiences will show up for you because we're talking about it right now. So whatever happens, whatever you decide to choose, thank you. You're powerful like that. Let's see, what's happening? Cecile, thank you for singing and dancing. <laughs> Sarah, thank you for your one woman dance party. Renee, thank you for being here. Ah, hi, young Sydney. It's good to see you here. So what makes you happy? What makes you happy in life? What makes your heart sing? What, uh, what makes you feel accomplished? What is it that you do in this life that when you do it one time, you want to continue doing what moves you, what incites your passions. These are the things that lead us to an understanding of what joy, what, what brings joy into our worlds. And so a lot of times we get really distracted in life, distracted, catalyzed, challenged, lose our sense of joy. And so in our stories, our joy becomes synonymous with the accept 
And eventually we take on these stories about how we are responsible for other people, other people's happiness, other people's joy. How many of you, and nobody's here to judge, how many of you on a daily basis take on the, the happiness and well-being of other people as your own personal responsibility? Now I'm not talking about your children. That's a different story. I'm talking about other people in your world who show up at your front door or right along your path that are expecting your responsibility for their, for their choice in happiness. How many of us do that? And it's a great teacher. They're great teachers. You're a great student. You're a great teacher. They're great students. Everyone's always got an opportunity to learn a thing. And so how many, how many people that when they're unhappy with something that you've done, let you know how disappointed they are or whatever other imaginative adjective that they can think of? And how many of you pick that up and take it and you make it your story of your responsibility for their happiness? Ooh, big lessons, <laughs> big lessons. So why do we do that? Why do we do that? We want acceptance in life. We wanna be accepted by our tribes. We wanna be accepted by our significant others. We wanna be accepted by our, our families. We wanna be accepted in our neighborhoods. We wanna be accepted by our cultures. Why do we do this? Why? Do we take on the responsibility of someone else's happiness? Because we're givers. Because we say yes, even when we want to say no. Because we don't want to be seen as fill in the blank. We don't want to be seen as unkind. We don't want to be seen as um, irresponsible. We don't want to be seen in ways that we don't want to be seen. Does that make sense? And so in that, we create these stories. And we create these very intense and sometimes seemingly overwhelming feelings in these stories. The stories of the responsibility of other people's happiness. What does that story look like for you? And what have you learned from it? So here's the thing. We are all on our own paths. We are all on our own journeys. I am not saying don't help people. That's not what I'm saying. So please don't get that twisted. What I am saying is that you all, we all, deserve to hear our hearts and take action when it heart says, yeah, help out. Or when heart says, hey, sometimes we have to take a pause or sometimes we have to continue walking on our version of this journey while that person over there goes and walks on their version of their journey. You're not a bad friend, you're not disloyal. Sometimes people have to figure out 
the stories of their truths and the stories of their responsibilities and the stories of their journeys. It doesn't make you a bad person. You know that you're not a bad person. What it does do is, is it frees you up to go get your lessons elsewhere. And it also offers them a divine opportunity so that they can go and get their lessons so that they can catch up or they can do whatever it is that they decide to do on their journey in their stories in their path called life. Choices are what makes us so incredibly powerful that we can choose joy in a moment. Our choices make us so incredibly powerful that we can choose upset in a moment. My grandmother was a very wise woman. And my grandmother used to say that no matter what you go looking for, you'll find it. No matter what it is, jealous wife is looking for a disloyal husband. That was always her example. If she goes looking for it, even if he hasn't been disloyal, she will find proof somewhere of whatever it is that she's looking for. Wise words. Whatever you decide to seek in life, you're going to find it. So, so don't even worry about the what ifs. What if it doesn't happen? What if I'm not cut out for this? What if I, I, I'm not made for it? If you are feeling called to do the thing, then you are made for it. So my grandmother was a very wise woman. My great-grandmother, who everybody called Granny, she had her wisdoms as well. My great-grandmother used to always say, God never gives us anything more than we can handle. Now you can substitute God for love or divine consciousness or the universe or creatrix or whatever. It's all love. Love, the universe, creator, creatrix, God, what have you, will never give us more than we can handle. So if you're being called to do a thing, then you have the ability to handle it. That's the thing with people. People will say, you know, I, I had this dream a long time ago and just recently this dream has awoken and there's an opportunity here waiting for me. But I have to wait for the kids to leave the house or I have to wait for this thing to happen. I have to wait for this in order for me to go on because it's not time yet. Look, Steve, I can hear you right now. Look, if a thing is happening, if an opportunity is presenting itself, it's because you're ready. Opportunities don't present themselves in your present moment only to tell you you have to wait 10 years or you have to wait eight months or you have to wait. The opportunity is showing up because you're in alignment with it. How's it going over there? No, boundaries don't make you a bad person. Boundaries help you to become self-realized. Boundaries show you where you stand in your perceptions about anything. Sometimes people show up and they say things like, you know, I, I have to learn to establish healthy boundaries. Sure, 
other people show up and they say, I, I have to stop drinking or I have to stop smoking cigarettes. Other people show up and they say, I, I have to learn to speak up for myself at work or I have to learn to speak up for myself in my relationships. Yeah, you do, because that's where you're at. That's your lesson in that moment. And that's a beautiful lesson to have. Anything that we perceive, anything that we're taking in, anything that we're calling, anything that we're choosing, it's our choice, right? And so in this moment, you can choose perceptions that feel good to you. I like that. Or you can choose perceptions that don't feel good to you. You can choose to see the thing that's happening currently in your life as a hardship, or you can choose to see that this is a really great lesson that's gonna help you expand. It's gonna help you refine who you are. It's gonna make you stronger. It's entirely up to you. That's the beauty about all this is that infinitely in every moment, it's entirely your choice. It's entirely your choice how you see anything. It's entirely your choice how you translate anyone else in, in interactions and conversations with you. It's entirely your choice. It's entirely your choice how you want to perceive a memory. It's entirely your choice how you want to write a It's entirely your choice in how you want to see your current situations and scenarios that are happening in front of you. It's the beautiful thing about it is that it's always your choice. You're always, you're always doing it. You're always making a thing happen. You're always perceiving something. You're always in a state of emotion. It doesn't mean that you have to be emotionally reactive, but your emotions literally are highway signs to point you to what your story is that you've written about something. It's powerful. You are each, all of us each, are our own greatest storytellers. I mean, really. Think about the stories that you've written so far. What do your stories look like? What are the energies of your stories? What are the energies of the different chapters in your stories? How do you see yourself as the author? How do you see yourself as the authority? How do you see yourself as the one authorizing all of this in your world? Do you feel good with the stories that you've written? When you look back on your past stories, when you read the chapters before, do you feel good with what you're reading? Now, some egos will say, well, you know, I, this, this was a traumatic story. No one is devaluing your experience. We have all. I have been around this world twice and I have talked to many people in all kinds of places and I have never, not one time, ever met anyone who had a trauma-free life. Not one. I went to Peru at 27. I drank this stuff called um, Wachuma. I had visions. The following morning, those visions never stopped. And in fact, from 27 on, those visions are still here to this day. That's why I can do what I do. And I'm grateful for it. But I'll carry it first. Those visions led me down a, 
an intense rabbit hole of depression. I didn't want to go out in public and see everybody's sad story or everybody's trauma play out. I didn't want to see those things. And so what happened was I spent the next month and a half in Peru. I came back to Florida and stayed with my grandmother. I laid in bed until 11 a.m., sometimes 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And one day my grandmother walked in, threw the door open, put her hands on her hips and said, what's the matter with you? Bless our grandmothers. She said, what's the matter with you? And I said, I'm depressed. I, I can't stand seeing having these visions of people. And she said, honey, anything that's been awoken inside of you is a gift from God. I, I didn't have that perspective until that point, until that moment. Anything that you have, anything that's given to you is a gift from God. It's a gift from the universe. It's a gift from love. And so it, she continues and she says, you know, it, it's a great disrespect to not honor something like that. And so in three seconds of conversation, my entire perception about this thing that happened to me when I went to Peru changed. That's how quickly that can happen. That's how quickly just a subtle shift, just a, a little refinement in your choice and how you want to see a thing. The things that have happened to you, the things that you've done, the things that you're taking to the grave, the things that they wouldn't want to be your friends if they knew you had done these things, the things that you have these big stories about, We've all done those things. Reason to allow your past actions that were bringing you lessons, that were teaching you refinement. That, that doesn't mean that you can't choose to be happy. We do this all the time. I hear these stories on a weekly basis. We tell ourselves these stories as to why we're not allowed to feel joy. Think about it. Think about how often you allow your shame, your guilt, your doubt and fear to change the direction that you're feeling encouraged to go in. How many times have you walked away from those potentiated opportunities that are knocking at your door because you convinced yourself of a story that you don't deserve. You don't deserve to stand in your power. You don't deserve to feel good. How often do you do it? Done it enough? Like, don't you think that, that you've put yourself through enough strife, enough guilt, enough times of despair, enough times of worry, enough times of doubt, enough times of shying away from really good things because you're afraid? Do you feel like you've done your penance? Do you feel like you've had your reciprocating actions and your consequences? And if you don't, okay. But give me, give me an idea of, of what needs to happen in order for you to start choosing and allowing happiness, joy in your world. Let me ask you this. If you are one of these people who just answered and you said, yeah, you know, I, I do, I do walk in my shame or I do walk in my doubt 
I do walk in my guilt. If you're one of those people, the things that you're holding over your own head, would you hold those same things if it was your mom? If it was the story of your best friend? The story of your children? Would you, if your mom did those things, whatever those things are, would you continue to, to hold shame over your mom? Would you continue to hold guilt over your best friend? Would you continue to hold fear over your children? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Good to know. I mean, what do you think? I'm chasing your dreams. Irma, you're done chasing your dreams? Hmm. Why? Why do you think you're here? Why do you think you're here? If you weren't here, this whole world would be entirely different. If you weren't here, there would be people who missed you. If you weren't here, you would miss this experience. So being done chasing your dreams, may I gently remind you, gently, my heart to yours. Don't chase your dreams, make them. Create them. If you can dream it, right? All the great teachers and masters and book writers and spiritual people and mystics and philosophers, what do they tell you? And so of all of those people who all of those works have lasted for thousands of years, millennia, eons, they must be speaking some kind of truth somewhere. You're not here to chase your dreams. You're here to create them. You're here to create them by your own ability to create. That's what makes it so powerful. And the way that you create, right? Because you want to know, how do I create? You realize that you're right here. And you realize that the time to create is right now. And before any of those, the first thing is you realize that you're worthy. You realize that you're worth it. Go ahead, like, take your dominant hand, right, left, whichever one. Put it at the center of your chest. Here, let's, let's sit up, let's do a thing. And by the way, thank you everybody for showing up. Take your dominant hand, whichever one you write with or you throw with. I know you Geminis are ambidextrous. We all know that you're ambidextrous. So you just choose, just, just make a choice. Dominant hand at the center of your chest, your palm at the center of your chest. You close your eyes, take a few deep breaths because breath is life, breath is powerful. 
I'm just gonna watch you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here, here's some words. You just keep breathing, okay? I am love, I am priceless, I'm fearless, I'm beautiful. All is happening in perfection and I choose love. I am love, I am priceless, I am fearless, I'm beautiful. All is happening in perfection and I choose love. I am love, I am priceless, I'm fearless, I'm beautiful. All is happening in perfection and I choose love. I am love, I am priceless, I am fearless, I am beautiful. All is happening in perfection and I choose love. Keep your eyes closed. Take a deep breath. Love, 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 love. Holy, 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 holy. Love, 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 love. Holy, 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 holy. Love, 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 love. Holy, 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 holy. Love, 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 love. Holy, 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 holy. Love, 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 love. Holy, 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 holy. Powerful stuff, huh? You feel good? Because you deserve to. Because you made a difference today. And you got up today and you showed up for it. And whatever you decided and all the interactions and experiences and now moments, you did it. You're here. And so when you wake up tomorrow, you do because that's what's going to make this world align in your hearts. You taking action, me taking action, all of us hearing our hearts and taking action, which basically means that we're just getting courageous. Have a wonderful night, everyone. Have a beautiful weekend. It's an honor to share this space with you. And we'll speak again real soon. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, let me figure it out.